0: Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Sushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 4 Understanding Decentralization in Contemporary Settings and we start topic representation of MLAs and MPs in the PRIs. The provision of voting right to MPs and MLAs in the capacity of ex officio members is also questioned on the ground that it would lead to overdomination of panchayats and municipalities by them. Thus, it is contrary to the spirit of decentralisation. In most of the states, MLAs and MPs are the members of intermediate block panchayats and village parishes, and also they have voting rights in the meetings of the concerned panchayats. While in Madhya Pradesh, they do not have voting rights in the Jila Parishad, but have in Intermediate Panchayat, but are the members in both the tiers, Kerala, Maharashtra and Rajasthan do not provide representation to MLA and MP in the Intermediate and Jila Panchayats. While Tamil Nadu provides representation only in Jila. Thus, on the whole, the analysis of the political decentralization reveals that most of the states have conducted their panchayat or municipal election in time. All the states have provided the necessary political position to elective representatives at all the three tiers. So far as the participation of the people is concerned, the state of Kerala has taken special measures under the People's Plan campaign in which awareness building activities like cultural shows, village meetings, door-to-door campaign, dissemination of information through visual and print media etc were organized. Now let us move to the next point functional decentralization. It refers to transferring subject specific functions to local tiers. Issues that are studied are transfer of functions and inter-tier demarcation of functions in order to enable them to discharge their functional roles. Now the point is devolution of powers and functions. So far as the assigning of powers and function of each tier of PRI and urban local bodies is concerned, we find that there is a lack of delineation of functions between the three tiers of the PRIs and urban local bodies. No doubt 29 and 18 items have been included in the 11th and 12th schedule of the constitution, but it is not clear as to what functions are to be performed by each tier. We find that powers and the functions entrusted to the PRI and urban local bodies vary from state to state. The experience gained so far is that at the district level various line departments or agencies implement programs and functions under the overall supervision and control of the district collector or district magistrate and the PRI have to be content with backseat driving. Three types of model emerge with regard to the powers and functions of the PRI. First states which have drawn the list of functions and activities for different levels of panchayas in a routine manner on the lines of the subject mentioned in the eleventh stool. These states have also added some other functions like preparation of annual plan, consolidation of plans. Prepared by the lower level of panchayas, preparation of annual budget, providing relief in natural calamities, etc. States like Assam, Karnataka, Haryana, Punjab, Rajasthan and Uttar Pradesh come under this category. In Uttar Pradesh, functions have been given without any earmarked funds but funds are given for anti-poverty programs under centrally sponsored schemes. The second model is prevalent in states like Orissa, Kerala, Gujarat, Tamil Nadu and West Bengal. In these states, the functions have been categorized under two heads, obligatory or mandatory function and discretionary functions. In the third category comes under states which have drawn their own list of course, keeping in view the subjects listed in the 11th schedule. Such states are Andhra Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh, Himachal Pradesh and Maharashtra. Thus it becomes clear that there is absence of clear-cut functional jurisdictions for PRIs. The sphere of activity of each tier under each item has not been defined and left to discretion of the concerned state government. None of the tiers, for example, district block and gram panchayas have been given specific functions under various subjects. But to a reasonable extent, in the state of Kerala, certain functions have been given to three tiers under various subjects. The chief minister of Madhya Pradesh had rightly opined that the key problem is that unless the constitution is amended again to clearly specify the powers of the Gram Panchayas, Blok Panchayas, and Jilla Parishas. The ultimate powers would remain with the person sitting in the chief minister's chair. How much he wants to give and how much he wants to keep with him. This is how I see the Panchayati Raj as it stands today. On the other hand, all major states have assigned to their urban local bodies and responsibility of Public health, sanitation, conservation, and soil solid waste management. Item 6 of the Schedule 12, Item 6 of the State List of the Schedule 7. Provision of uh, urban amenities and facilities such as parks, gardens, and playgrounds. Item 12 of Schedule 12, Item 18 of State List, and Item 20 of Concurrent List in the Schedule. Burial and burial grounds, cremations and cremation grounds and electric crematoriums, item 14 of the schedule 7. Vital strategies including registration of birth and death, item 16 of schedule 12, item 30 of concurrent list of schedule 7, and fifth, regulation of slaughter houses and Item 18 of schedule 12, item 15 of the state, list in schedule 7. While the last two are regulatory in nature, the middle one is a serious problem only in metropolis. Although all the states have assigned to their urban local bodies the responsibility of urban forestry protection of environment and promotion of ecological aspect item 8 of schedule 12 item 6 of the state list in schedule 7 major exceptions being the heli water supply for domestic industrial and commercial purpose item 5 of schedule 12 and item 17 of state list in schedule 7 major exception being delhi andhra pradesh in fact hyderabad and madhya pradesh roads and premises item 4 of schedule 12th and item 13 of state list of in schedule 7 major exceptions being uttar pradesh and delhi cattle pounds and prevention of cruelty to animal item 15 of schedule 12 and item 15 of state list and item 17 of concurrent list in the schedule 7 major exception being Andhra Pradesh public amenities including street light, bus stops and public convenience item 17 of schedule 12 and item 5 of state list and item 20 of concurrent list in schedule 7 major exceptions being Andhra Pradesh with few exceptions, the states have assigned safeguarding the interest of the weaker section of the society, including the handicapped and the mentally retarded item 9 of schedule 12 and item 9 of state list and item 16 of concurrent list in the schedule 7. Promotion of cultural election and aesthetic aspect item 13 of the schedule 12th and item 12 upon 33 of the state list and item 25 of the concurrent list in schedule 7. Thus, it becomes clear that even in the case of the urban local bodies, there is absence of clear-cut functional jurisdiction. In many states, the functions are delegated through executive orders rather than transferred through a piece of legislation so that it is apprehended they can be withdrawn easily. Some of the states have transferred their scheme of local nature along with funds and functionaries. They have adopted a pragmatic approach of giving supervisory and controlling power to local bodies while retaining the power of appointment and dismissal and promotion and demotion with them. Kerala has shared its planned budget with its local bodies to the extent of forty percent Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.